Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today we're going to discuss how to work with a needy, anxious employee. Mm. We'll start with a question from a boss who is trying to manage an employee that is an excellent worker, but very demanding of his time and attention. Mm -hmm. And then during the second part of our podcast, we'll consider this issue from an employee's perspective. If you're someone with high anxiety, how do you manage yourself at work? Yeah, this is an important topic. Sometimes the best workers are also difficult slash needy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and hard to manage. Their neediness can cause others to avoid them. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Logan, what's our first question? I have an employee who is a really hard worker but also very needy. She completes her assignments in record time, but then pushes and pushes for my time and attention. She's been transferred several times because her previous managers couldn't stand working with her. Normally, I too would ignore and avoid this person, but she is a valuable member of my team and I'd like to keep her. What should I do? Ugh, I'm getting annoyed already. I don't even know this person, but I can feel the neediness. Yeah, it's yeah. really, yeah. really difficult. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, she she definitely has some psychological issues, mm-hmm. but she's a hard worker, and yeah, right. I'm glad somebody's decided to take her on. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is make sure that she gets this attention mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. needs. Yeah, in a structured mm-hmm. way, right? Exactly, so that she knows, okay, I'm going to have a meeting twice a week every morning with my boss, and... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I, and I have a full hour and I can get my answers questioned. But, you know, I think I don't, the neediness stems from probably a couple of things that you can explain, yeah. but I think it's anxiety. Like if, if they're not talking to their boss and they don't have constant reinforcement, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then they feel that they're not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Yes. And? Yeah, well, it's actually interesting because I think it's a combination of anxiety and insecurity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the neediness is, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? What, mm-hmm. what else should I do? Am I doing that right? Will you let, tell me what else I need to do. You know, it's there's sort of that part is tied into it. And that's why there's the constant checking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the boss because they're trying to, to your point, soothe the anxiety but also be... Um, assured that they're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. This kind of employee is usually terrified of making a mistake, terrified Mm -hmm. of making the wrong decision. And so they are valuable in that they really want to do right by you, but you're so right, Kathy. They have to be contained. (laughs) Well, their anxiety has to be contained. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also find that they tend to be very literal people. So Mm -hmm. you have to say, we're going to have we're going to meet twice a week. We'll have X amount of time during those meetings. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, between this time and that time, if you have questions, you know, tell them where to put those. Uh, not yeah, the, send yeah. an email. And, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, um, you know, but this person has to also do some work on themselves. I mean, this is mm-hmm. a psychological issue, right? That yes. they 
that they, you know, because nobody has the time for this. Yeah. I mean, even Ooh. if it was the 1950s, we still didn't have managers that had this kind of time. No. Ooh. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll, I think... We'll get to that, but... Right. It, so, in terms of this, though, I think that, that that's an important point in thinking about managing them, that you need to actually frame it in terms of their professional development. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That if you want, you know, your work is stellar, if you want to move to a higher level... Mm-hmm you're going to have to manage this part of your behavior. Yeah. You're going to have right. to rein it in. And it's often, it's funny, I think the people, like often bosses, and the, particularly if you're a very responsible person, and if you're a competent person, you don't understand what is with this individual. Yeah. So, but it can be really helpful for them, and they can usually handle it if you say, this is too much. Mm-hmm. You know, the number, mm-hmm. last yesterday you contacted me twenty times. Mm-hmm. Maybe even maybe it was on Slack, but you slacked me twenty times. It was right. too much. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we've got to, you know, we've got to bring it down a notch because right. for you to move forward in your career, you can't operate this way. Mm-hmm. Right. So, well, so that's on the manager side. They've got to really mat. They have they have to actually communicate this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing you can do is avoid this person because then oh, they're going to double yeah. down. <laughs> Start communicating even more. <laughs> they're not answering me. Why are you not answering me? And then they're going to, you know, have a frown on their face because you're ignoring me. And, right. Well, and then they may go to other people oh, to say, yeah. is oh, it okay? Gosh. Why is he ignoring me or right. she ignoring me? What, what did I do wrong? Right. Yeah. So the best the best thing you can do is give them very structured, clear limits to the time that you're going to be there for them. Yes. But I also think that you have to really, you know, tell them that they're good workers, that, mm. you know, like if you can build up their confidence, I mean, yes. confidence, they should have it, but they don't. Mm. So mm-hmm. see if that works, because sometimes that that's a very good thing. But you do have to say no to them, and you have to let them know that it's not a no because I'm ignoring you. It's to know because I have other things to do right. and that I care about you. This isn't personal, but you really do not need mm-hmm. m- that much attention. That's right. how good you are. And you have to start, you know, owning that and believing mm. that. Mm-hmm. And it maybe it will just take a while, mm-hmm. Yes, but I do think that you want to get them some professional development right? Yeah, to be able to work on this. I mean, the person might need a little medication. I don't <laughs> <laughs> they might. Medication could make all the difference in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a hard thing to suggest. Uh, but maybe it, it could be in the guise of maybe they could work with a coach. Yeah. Um, Somebody who can prescribe. Yeah. Yeah. Someone yeah. who's... It's interesting. I have a client right now who's working with an anger management coach who's also a psychologist, and that individual mm-hmm. can, mm-hmm. Um, you know, do other things that are of a clinical nature. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be good to, to get them some outside support or to offer that. Mm-hmm. Right. Say, look, I, just as you said, Kathy, your work product is amazing. We've got to handle some of this behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you, you tell them, you don't just keep it a secret. You have to be really honest with them that this is the path that you need to be on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Ugh. Well, let's look at it from um, the different perspective, because some of you may be relating to this kind of a person. Right. So, um, so now we're going to consider from the employee's perspective, what if you are someone who has high anxiety? And I've had clients like this. Mm-hmm. How do you manage yourself? Um, I mean, I've had clients sent to me because the boss like was done mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they would call me a million times a day. It was really, really difficult to 
uh, put boundaries up. Mm-hmm. But it was smart. Eventually they did get it and they were able to wean themselves away from, from being so needy. Mm-hmm. Um, or they left the job. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> they burned well, their bridges. But you know, that's an interesting point. There are some people, and I've seen this actually with a few of my clients as well, who become more anxious mm-hmm. if they don't have information. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, and of course, the, the, the lack of information they interpret as the worst of possible course. feedback. Right, right. Uh, but it speaks again to the importance of actually dealing with them, like probably what you did when someone called you over and over again was you would say, it's okay, and stop calling me <laughs> so frequently <laughs> or something along those lines. Right. But you wouldn't not give them information. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm. usually they were over-dramatizing the situation and right. reading the situation a lot worse than it actually was. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that was usually the feedback I would have. Like, no, I don't think you're reading this correctly. I don't see that. That's not what this says here. That's not, that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then they would calm down hearing that. Right. And then that would help yeah. to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, this gives me an opportunity to plug working with you is killing me once again. <laughs> <laughs> because you're talking about two things that we often suggest. One is if you literally physically have a lot of anxiety, you should probably, number one, at least be exercising yes. regularly. Yeah. You need to do things to manage literally the energy moving, pulsing through your body. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so physical release, physical exercise, physical relaxation, all of those things are part of your, mm-hmm. should be part of your professional development toolbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the second piece is that you should then use our unhooking mentally inventory, which is what's happening here. This is probably what you did for those people who would call you, right, Kathy? Say, mm-hmm. okay, what's happening here? Then you'd say, here are the facts of what's happening. Mm-hmm. What's the other person's part? Whatever they're doing, maybe they don't respond quickly enough for you. What's your part? Maybe mm-hmm. you're reading something into it, and what are your options? Mm-hmm. Right. So if you can't do that for yourself, you may need to hire someone to do it for you, but Essentially, those are the two things you've got to do, right? Calm your system down yep. and ground yourself in the reality of the situation instead of jumping to the worst conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of self-management. <laughs> and there's probably a lot of books on self-management, but they probably say sure. kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would really totally put yourself in that world in the whole self-management world and take Mm -hmm. workshops and read everything that's published on it Mm -hmm. and really learn to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. because it's a turnoff, unfortunately, in the workplace. Right. And you don't want to burn your bridges. You don't want to, you know, not have a good reputation at work. Right. Right. Because you're not going to get references. Mm -hmm. Well, the interesting thing, too, is I think when you're high anxiety, that's read professionally is lacking confidence as yeah. well. Yeah. Right? right. So that's not good for your, if you're trying to develop your executive presence, as yeah. we would say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of it is restraint, honestly, to try not to impulsively go after people for answers when mm-hmm. you're feeling insecure. Right. You know, ask yourself first, do I know the answer? Because yeah. the truth is you do. Mm-hmm. And you want somebody else to validate right. what you know, but you right. already know it. Mm-hmm. So they that, have to build up their confidence, yeah. essentially. 
That's why I, when I gave that advice with the manager, that tell them how good they are as often as you can. Mm -hmm. Uh And hopefully that will increase their self-confidence. Right. Yeah. Does this person ever improve? Uh, They can. And uh, interesting, you mentioned medication. That can sometimes make a big difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Anxiety medication. Anxiety medication. Or sometimes they could be in an agitated depression, which then creates also a lot of Uh self-doubt. And so it could be an antidepressant. The other thing that I think helps a lot are things that are very hard for an anxious person to do, like mm-hmm. the exercising, like meditation, like yoga, like yeah. anything mm-hmm. that's about breathing and calming your nervous system down. Mm. Actually, I was thinking, Logan, you must work with people in massage. Who oh, are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> does massage that help? I like this. Yeah. It does, and it's funny because sometimes I have clients that um, will want to be on their phone Mm-hmm. And I have to tell them absolutely what? not. Yes, they'll say, but I have to uh, this email, send out this email, or I just got a text from such and such. So yeah. we have like a no phone yeah. policy in the studio. You have to turn it off or put it in air, airplane mode or something. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, some can't even lay down and wow. relax for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. But. Wow. Yeah. I like to think of it as this is your version of brilliant madness, you know, right. like you're probably the anxiety and the sensitivity, because usually anxious people are very sensitive, mm. is part of your gift. It's mm-hmm. part of what you're bringing to the workplace. Mm-hmm. But the dark side of it is this needy, needy, neediness and impulsivity uh-huh. that does not serve you. So right. that's kind of your journey is to learn how to manage that part of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're lucky enough to have a good manager like the one who sent this question, and you know you're very lucky, mm-hmm. uh, but really listen to that person because you're going to burn them out. Yeah, you don't, you don't <laughs> and <wanna> yourself. <laughs> yeah, you want to burn yourself out. Yeah. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at AskK2 and follow us on Instagram at My Crazy Office. If you want to receive our weekly podcast email, text us at 228-28 and type in My Crazy Office. That's all one word, My Crazy Office at 228-28. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.